Welcome to the Mom Keys to Mental Peace podcast. I'm your host, Tari Kaya Allen Butler. I am a teen mom turned speaker, author, and mompreneur. My mission is to help you build healthy relationships with your children, level up your mindset, and achieve all you ever dreamed of and more. I will teach you how to level up your lifestyle in faith, family, finances, and fitness. Join me every Tuesday for the Mom Keys to Mental Peace podcast. You will learn major keys to stop coming up short on your goals and start leveling up for the type of lifestyle you desire. Ready to level up? Let's do it. Testing, testing. All right, we're, uh, we are live and we're ready. All right, so welcome to the Mom Keys to Mental Peace podcast. I am your host, Tari Kaya Allen Butler. I am a teen mom turned speaker, author, and mompreneur. And my mission is to help you build healthy relationships with your children, level up your mindset, and achieve all that you've ever dreamed of and more. So this week, we have been in a series about social media health, um, and it stemmed from me taking a social media fast like the beginning of this month in October. And it was really, really beneficial to me. It was something that I needed. And I just wanted to come and share my revelations that I got about social media while on that fast. Because let's be clear, like we can take a break from social media, we can fast, we can delete the apps, but it's inevitable that social media is a part of our lives, right? Like we're always on some type of social media platform for whatever reason, right? It can be for entertainment, it can be to learn something, it can be to connect with others. Like we all have our different reasons for social media, but let's be clear, in 2022, social media is simply a part of our lives. So I, since we do spend a lot of time here, I just wanted to share, you know, different tips and stuff this month on how we can make social media a more healthy environment, right? Um, or healthy for our mental state, healthy for our physical state, our spiritual state. Like if we're going to be on here, I wanted to come and share some tips that are helpful for while we're here on social media. So today I'll be sharing seven ways that you can use social media to improve your life. So um, around 2018, whenever I was going through my whole transition with my mindset and building my relationship with God, I realized that social media was a huge wrench in my life for my ratchetness, right? Or it was just a huge platform that I used for my ratchetness with my ratchet post on Facebook. Y'all, if y'all knew me before <laughs> 2018, those memories are still cringy that come up for me about some of the stuff that I was talking about and posting and doing on social media. So when I was going through my whole mindset change, I had the revelation that I was not being healthy on social media. Um, I was not representing God well on social media. I was not being respectful on social media. Y'all tune in with me next week. I'll be going, well, no, not next week, um, but my next podcast episode at the end of this month 
will be on social media beef. <laughs> but today we are going to talk about how to use social media to improve our lives. So while I was going through my mindset change, there were a lot of changes that I made on social media that I saw the fruit, you know, come in my life or a different mindset or a different positive energy on social media based off these changes. So let me get to my notes here. One of the first things that you can do to improve your life um, on social media is to be aware of the algorithm. So we've all heard of this word algorithm, algorithm. What is it? So I like to think of the algorithm as a pattern of your behavior on your timeline, right? So I know I've suggested um, the social dilemma on Netflix, and it's a documentary about social media, pretty much. And on this documentary, y'all, it goes into detail about how the higher beings or whatever is behind social media pays attention to the type of content that you interact with. It pays attention to how long you stop and stare at a picture or a post or a meme. It pays attention to what you're clicking on. It pays attention to your shopping habits, to your interests, to your hobbies, to whoever you're stalking, to whoever you have a crush on. Like It goes that deep <laughs> into it. So that's what the algorithm is. So when we think about that, just reflect on your timeline. Like, just reflect on the stuff that's popping up all the time. Are you seeing a lot of sports um, clips and stuff? Are you seeing a lot of recipes? Or are you seeing a lot of ratchetness and posts about haters and sex and getting money and whatever else? Like, what what is it that you're seeing most on your timeline? That's going to give an insight as to where your mindset is and kind of where you are with your life. So I always have to laugh when people are like, oh, it's just Facebook. Oh, it's just Instagram. Oh, it's not that serious. No, sis, it is that serious. And it goes really, really deep. And it's a peek into what your mind is thinking, what you have going on. I always point this out on Facebook. And that bar at the top, the question says, what's on your mind? It says what's on your mind. So anything that you post and share, you're answering that question whenever you type in that little square, that little whatever slither at the top <laughs> of your Facebook um, profile. You're answering that question. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So I know for me, like in the past, like I said, I, my ratchet days, I was really into looking at memes and stuff that confirmed the way I felt about my relationship. So it's no secret, you know, I've, I've been very transparent about me and my husband's journey, but your boy was on some cheating mess, playing, playing games behind my back, doing all this extra stuff. And I have to say, I was a little messy myself as well. But, you know, I would see memes constantly that reassured that what I was thinking and feeling was true. So I would see memes about how niggas ain't ish, haters, negativity, just all of this stuff that confirmed what I was thinking about him. And it wasn't until I started to change my mindset about my relationship and us getting serious and really looking at our issues and stuff. I don't see any of those memes anymore, y'all. I don't see any of that stuff anymore. 
But years ago, that's all that I would see. And the more that I would reshare it, the more that I would screenshot it, the more that I saw those things. So now the main thing that I talk about is motherhood and mental health and growth and health and wealth. So that is what I'm seeing on my timeline or my algorithm. It has picked up on that new pattern of my interests and where my mindset is. So again, I say it's not just Facebook, y'all. It's not just Instagram. It is a reflection of your inner thoughts and your lifestyle and your interests. And social media is going to take advantage of that. So I say use it to your advantage. Like, I don't know how many people I have been connected to based off my interests and, you know, what I'm looking at. There are so many influencers and I'll get into that um, further into my talk. Actually, that leads me into my next point. So for me being mindful about my timeline, I have been able to follow accounts that inspire me, right? So the first thing is be aware of your algorithm. The second thing is to follow accounts that inspire you. So be intentional about who you follow on social media. Follow accounts that inspire you, that encourage you, that teach you, or that motivate you. The more that you see this type of content, the more likely that you are to incorporate that information into your real life, which as a result will improve your life. So I know for me, I'll just drop a few um, accounts that I follow that have helped me specifically with my finances. Um, we did our financial series last month on, you know, getting our finances in order, management, how to stop overspending and stuff. That's where I was constantly overspending my money, constantly wasting my money on nonsense, right? But once I started following accounts that were talking about financial literacy in a way that I understood as, you know, a black female addicted to retail, <laughs> that I could relate to, that's when it's like the light bulb started turning on for me as far as financial literacy. It wasn't so um, far-fetched or the information wasn't so high ranked that I felt like I didn't know what they were talking about or I couldn't apply it to my life. So three accounts that I've been following um, that inspire me specifically for finances is the Broke Black Girl, the Budget Nista, and my favorite, Bitch, I'm budgeting. <laughs> Listen, like when I say these ladies have really taken the financial information and made it so simple and so plain for me to understand, I get excited anytime I see their stuff come up on my timeline. And as a result of me seeing this on my timeline, I've been able to implement some of those strategies into my real life. And as a result, see, you know, my finances improve have a plan for a budget, have a plan for savings and things like that. And as a result of this, you know, I'm able to, you know, use it in my life, teach my husband um, any information that I share, show it to my kids, teach my kids. So again, social media isn't all bad. You just have to be intentional about what's showing up on your timeline when you are on there. Um, another account that I love to follow, her name is Nidra Tawab. I hope I'm saying that right. But she is a mental health therapist that goes into details about boundaries and relationships. And y'all, when I say her content be hitting <laughs> for me, because, you know, 
I feel like a lot of us didn't have healthy examples of relationships and boundaries. We're just out here doing life. We're just out here doing relationships any type of way or based off of, you know, unhealthy patterns that have been passed to us over time. So God bless Nidra Tawab. Again, I hope I, I'm saying her name right. Anytime her content comes up, I save it or screenshot it and try to find a way to implement it into my relationships in real life, whether it's with my husband or with my children or with my parents as an adult, you know, setting those boundaries and stuff in place. And she's just brought a lot of things to light for me as far as relationships and how to do them in a healthy way that if I wasn't following her on social media, I wouldn't know. And I will throw this out there too. You know, I know everybody pushes, go to therapy, go to therapy. I'm an advocate for therapy as well. Um, I actually was doing therapy at the beginning of the year, but uh, therapy costs money. Therapy costs money. It's, it's, it's a monthly bill, y'all. Um, and a lot of people, especially with inflation and stuff going on, just keeping it real, may not have the money to spend on therapy, even though it is something that is important. So I really value um, accounts like this that share mental health tips that I can, you know, try to apply to my life right now because I can't afford therapy at this time, which is why, you know, I took a pause on it. So this, you know, in no way replaces therapy, but it's something that a resource that you can use right now until Therapy is something that you're able to pay for. Or for some people, it may be something they're never able to pay for. So, you know, following an account that gives the that advice for you to apply to your life, I don't see anything wrong with that. Again, it doesn't replace actual sit-down therapy like that one-on-one -on -one time. But, you know, God says faith without works is dead. So if you're looking for some type of change or some type of healthy growth in your relationships and you don't know how to do that by yourself, why not use the resources, the free resources that are being shared on social media, right? There are so many um, mental health therapists that have accounts and that share information via podcasts or on their Instagram or Facebook. I say take advantage of that because it's been helping me and improving my life. Um, the third thing you can do on social media to improve your life is to unfollow accounts that make you feel some type of way. So just as important as it is to follow accounts that inspire you, it's just as important to unfollow accounts that don't inspire you. So a good sign that you need to unfollow somebody or an account is if you feel irritated, jealous, annoyed, or just down whenever you see their content or some, or anything that they share. Don't continue to torture your emotions by staying connected to them. Just hit unfollow, sis. It's so easy. And if you're one of those people that, you know, you're a people pleaser or you ain't trying to start no beef and strife and have people asking, well, why you want to follow me? Why you want to follow me? Y'all, they have created the mute button. Did you know that? You can mute people's posts on your timeline or their stories. I know for sure on Instagram and on Facebook as well. You can mute them if you don't want to cause any drama or issues of having people ask, well, why you want to follow me? Because that is a thing to some people. 
that feel some type of way. But again, you have to put that boundary in place for your mental peace on social media. So for me, I I unfollow accounts that make me feel bad about my business or that make me feel like I'm not where I want to be. So, you know, I show up weekly. I do what I do on here. But there are people who are higher than where I am or are where I want to be or they're earning the X amount of money that I want to earn. And sometimes, y'all, when I see those accounts, I get discouraged or I start feeling some type of way or feeling jealous. Like, how's how's she doing all this and I ain't doing it yet? How's she making all this money? And it don't seem like she's doing half as much as what I'm doing. You know what? Those are triggers. So whenever I start having those thoughts or those feelings, no ill will to that person. I want them to keep going and doing and winning. But if it's making me feel some type of way, then I just have to unfollow or mute. And it's just as simple as that for my mental peace. Um, I also unfollow people who I do not like. So believe it or not, y'all, there are some people that don't like me and that I don't like. (laughs) Now, I'm not saying that I'm this super likable person because it is what it is, right? But that's just real life. It's some people I just don't vibe with. It's some people that just don't vibe with me. So I don't follow them. And another thing that I don't do when I unfollow them is I don't log into my friends' accounts to look at their accounts. Just because it's on somebody else's account, you're still triggered by that emotion. And at this point, you're doing extra work to go out of your way to be irritated and to get your emotions all up in a bunch, right? So don't follow people you don't like. If you have beef with somebody or y'all just don't see eye to eye on situations, and when you see their posts, you find yourself rolling your eyes or smacking your teeth or calling somebody to gossip about what they said, those are signs and signals, red flag, red flag, that you may need to unfollow them, okay? (laughs) And that's a a rule and a method that I live by. It has made social media a very healthy, carefree place for me to be because I'm not seeing their stuff on social media. It's not bothering me. I'm at peace and I hope they are too, right? And no judgment as far as, you know, logging into other people accounts and stuff. I am speaking from a place of experience. I've done it before and still felt irritated (laughs) when I do it. So I'm not going to put myself in a position to be upset or irritated. And I suggest you don't do the same (laughs) on social media. All right. The fourth thing that you can do um, to improve your life with social media is download other apps that are helpful to your mindset. So I know the main social media platforms we use is like Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, things like that. But try to have, you know, some other apps on your phone because you'll just find yourself rotating back and forth between those main apps, which I'm very guilty of that. And at the end of the day, some it is different environments. Like to me, Snapchat is like my ratchet vibe. Like when you going out, and you just having a ratchet time, drinking, twerking with your friends, screaming, hey, that's most likely my Instagram content. Facebook um, is more, I feel like, professional or educational for me. Like, I'm, I'm more so sharing information on Facebook. 
And then Instagram is like sharing my experience. It's very carefree to me on Instagram, like sharing what I'm doing with family, appropriate things with friends, like, you know, very carefree, cute pictures, business um, tips and whatnot. Like that's what I use Instagram for. So I like to have other apps on my phone just to kind of give me a break from those, you know, main apps that I always go to. So I enjoy the YouVersion Bible app. Um, I highly recommend that app because it provides daily scriptures. So you every day they do a scripture of the day um, along with like a short little video that goes into detail about the scripture, kind of gives some insight and background information about it. They also have Bible plans on this app. So literally there's a Bible plan for any subject that you can think of, whether it's marriage, whether it's dating, whether it's finances, whether it's parenthood, like they have a Bible plan for almost any category that you can think of, as well as the Bible itself on there. So if you're out and about and you don't have your handheld Bible, this app works perfect for that. And they also have like different prayer tips where you can you know, journal out your prayers and keep track of them. I really love this app. So just try to search your app store, whether you're Apple or Play Store or Android, whatever, no judgment here, and try to find apps that help to improve your mindset. Any type of like meditation apps or just anything that's feeding you and helping you to grow, try to be intentional about that, it, especially if your timeline is full of ratchetness and things that are not feeding you, then this can be your other source that you run to for that more positive environment and information. And I will say on that Bible app, it's no drama. It's no drama. (laughs) So I do like to use it. All right. The fifth thing that you can do to improve your life on social media is join a digital community. So if you're here, if you're on my email list, if you follow me, then you are already a part of a great digital community. Mom Keys to Mental Peace. Welcome, welcome. Um, And I'm definitely, you know, in the building phase. Um, I'm still new with this. I'm two years in. Um, Okay, there's like a friend for my kids knocking on the door. (laughs) All right, I'm just going to keep talking. Hopefully they'll leave. But so Mom Keys to Mental Peace, like I said, I'm still in the building phase of this platform, but you know, there are other digital communities that are more established that are very, very helpful in improving your life. So I encourage you to look into joining groups that speak to an interest or a need that you have. So if you're looking for business tips, marriage advice, financial advice, recipes, or a new hobby and skill that you're interested in, try to find a group or a community online Um, that you can join to help you with those things specifically. Y'all, there's literally a group for almost anything that you can think of. There's a group for knitting. There's a group for dog moms, like literally anything that you can think of. I'm sure there's an online community for it. So for me personally, um, the two groups that I'm a part of now, the first one is called Blessed and Bossed Up Society. Um, I talked about this in my last week's talk. And this is actually who I did my social media fast with. And y'all, when I say this is like where I need to be community wise, like I feel like 
this full circle moment, I feel so welcome and informed. So with Blessed and Bossed Up, it's like a Christian business entrepreneur group. So they have Bible studies there. We have um, daily devotionals. We have weekly prayer calls. But on the flip side, she also provides a service for us to learn business tips, how to get our business stuff in order, um, how to promote our business, marketing tips, organizational tips. Like It's literally the whole package for me. And definitely, I feel so much better in my life as a result of being um, connected to this community. Another community that I'm a part of is Married Mamas. So I actually found this group from the online church I watch called Union. Um, they're based in Maryland, and the pastor is Stephen Chandler. So they have connect groups um, at this church. And luckily, this group um, I was able to join virtually, even though I'm here in North Carolina. So Married Mamas, it gives, you know, wife and mom advice on how to do family life. I definitely need the wife advice. I feel like the mom advice, I can. it's easier to apply for me than the married advice. So I'm in a connect group with this. I get to meet with them once a week online, virtually. And it has been blessing my life and giving me tips and things that I can apply to real life. And I'm seeing the results um, from being connected to this group. So I highly suggest that you join some type of a digital community, um, excuse me, a Facebook group, anything that you are interested in or something you want to learn more about, I highly suggest you get connected to one. All right. The sixth thing that you can use social media for to improve your life is to learn about local events. So social media is a great place to learn about events that are going on near you. Um, it's great for finding family events, date night ideas, or social groups to connect with new people. Getting out of the house and having fun in real life is a huge win for your mental state. So I know just for me, just this past weekend um, on Saturday, I saw that there was a local fall festival in my town, um, downtown. Now, I would see this stuff pop up on my timeline here or there, but I never really uh, engaged or went to any of this stuff, but something triggered me this last week. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go. I'm going to take my kids. I'm going to go. I'm going to see what it's about. It's a free event. Of course, you know, they have vendors and things there, but essentially it was a free event. The weather was nice. Y'all, when I said I had so much fun, like so, so much fun, there was good food out there. Um, with me being an educator, I got to see a lot of my students like just out and about in our net in their natural habitat. So it was so cool seeing them out there. Um, and that night they had like a dance party. So I was out there jamming with my daughter, my five-year-old and my one-year-old, like my oldest son, he was too cool for the business. So <laughs> that's another story. But and my husband, he came as well. We ate good food and stuff together. So I just thought like, I'm so happy that I saw this on social media because I wouldn't have known about it. Like I didn't hear about it um, as far as like word of mouth or any printed flyers or anything. I saw it on social media. So I was just thinking, I'm so happy that I saw this come across my timeline. And I'm so happy that I decided to go to it and that I wanna be more intentional about things like that. So use your social media to, you know, Find those things. 
Now for date night, you know, they always have certain suggestions for like comedy shows or concerts and things that are going on. You can, I think there's like an events thing that you can search for Facebook or you can do like a hashtag and search like local events, date night events, dinners. If you are foodie like me, social media is the plug for good restaurants and things to try. So all of those things are positive and good because you're getting out and about off of social media, even though you're finding these places on social media. And they're great things to connect and just have a good time, you know, with the people that you love. There's a lot of, you know, sip and paint um, events that go on. I see that come up a lot. I've never been to one, but like I said, I'm going to start stepping out of my comfort zone and actually going to some of the stuff that I see, right? So it's one thing to see it, but we have to actually be intentional and plan and go to these things. And the seventh and last thing that you can use social media for to improve your life is to keep in contact with your loved ones. So social media is the best platform to keep in touch with family members who may live far away um, or to reconnect with old friends that you haven't spoken to in years. You can engage with loved ones and stay up to date with what's going on in their lives. This type of connection is healthy and a benefit of social media. So um, I'm that person that does not like to talk on the phone all the time, which is kind of weird because I speak all day. <laughs> I'm a speech therapist. I have this podcast that I speak on. You know, I talk to my family at home, but I'm not a big phone person and I'm not a big text conversation person either, either. But I will catch you on social media. So if there's something that you post, I will engage with your posts. I will like, I will comment. And in my mind, I'm I'm still connected or still, you know, waving that flag like, hey, I'm still here or hey, girl, I still see you or I still love you, right? <laughs> Just from connecting that way. Um, also, I have family who lives in D.C. and New York. Um, some of them I've never seen in person, but we've been able to connect on social media. So I'm able to keep in touch with them and stay up to date with like their life accomplishments, what they have going on. They're able to stay up to date with me and my kids and their growth and their journeys and accomplishments. Like, it, <coughs> excuse me, it really is a dope platform to stay connected. <coughs> I'm sorry, y'all to stay connected to loved ones. And I love social media for that. Um, you can even connect with old classmates or people that you meet up, you know, just from time to time. So I don't know about you, but there's times that I've, you know, gone to an event or some type of class or just connected with somebody. And like, we really hit it off there. Like, okay, you cool. Even like at an old job or something where you may have connected with somebody, but you aren't there anymore. Or the only reason y'all connected was for that event. Sometimes social media is like that middle ground place for y'all to stay connected and up to date with each other. And I don't see anything wrong with that. I think it's healthy and a benefit of social media. So those are the seven things you can do. I'll go through them again real quick, starting from the top. So the first thing you can do is be aware of the algorithm. The second thing is follow accounts that inspire you. The third thing is to unfollow accounts that make you feel some type of way. The fourth thing is download other apps that are helpful to your mindset. 
The fifth thing is to join a digital community. The sixth thing is to learn about local events. And the seventh thing is to keep in contact with loved ones. So I just want you to um, reflect real quick. I have two questions for you, you know, at the end of this. Just stop and ask yourself, how are you using social media to improve your life already? Because some of these things that I've shared, you're probably already doing or probably already knew about. And the next thing to reflect on is what changes do you need to make on social media for it to be a healthier environment for your mental state? Do you need to take a break from it? Is there some people you need to unfollow? Are there more positive accounts that you need to follow? So just take some time and self-reflect on that. All right. So um, if you are new to today's podcast or to this platform, I invite you to follow me on both Facebook and Instagram. Um, Another tip that I gave was joining a digital community. So I invite you to join the Mom Keys to Mental Peace community. Again, I am still in the building phase of, you know, just getting mothers on to join. But I do share a lot of valuable content. I know each Monday I share um, a weekly email or like a mom moment. Um, So I used to share them on my social media platform, but now it's on the email list. Um, I also have courses and things available. And I'm trying to get into more community based like zoom meetings and things like that for a specific topic so definitely get connected with that on facebook i'll put the link in the comments on instagram the link to join is in my bio you'll just click join the community and um enter your email information and you're all set and if you have not please subscribe to the mom keys to mental peace podcast i record live weekly here on instagram and facebook so You will be up to date for that. If you subscribe, you'll um, be able to get connected to past episodes because I record live certain topics, but there are other topics and episodes on the actual podcast platform. So Facebook, again, I will provide that link in the comments. Instagram, that link is in the bio. All right. Thank you all for tuning in with me tonight. I pray that you have a great rest of your day and rest of your week. Y'all stay blessed. Bye.